0: What's up? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio, blasted all over the universe, covering the entire radio spectrum in nerd thugginess. This is Corey DLG, and with me as usual, little brother Nico.
1: Yep, not really sure how I feel about that.
0: What do you mean? You don't want to just nerd thug all over everything?
1: I mean, like, when you say it like that, it makes it sound a little weird, a little suspect,
0: but it's fine. I'll I think, get over it. I think if you could put enough Nerd Thug on enough things. Hmm. I mean, I've heard it before. I'm <laughs> not even sure what that really means. It it feels good, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, welcome to another week and another weekly edition of Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here, having a great weekend. As always, we encourage you to also have a great weekend. Uh, Nico, how's your week been?
1: Uh, it's been pretty good. Uh, a little stressed because uh, school's like winding up before I'm done with it. So,
0: Yeah, this is the, let's see, we're in the end of April. So like, yeah, this is the, this is the harder part. Like the last week's never too, too bad because you're just, it's just tests. It is what it is. Yeah. But this is more the, oh man, we've got to do like 30% of the semester still. Yeah,
1: it's, it's super fun. Super excited. I'm glad I'm here.
0: I just even it. remember I had one class. So I used to do the thing where I would write down, I would have a little calendar and I'd write down all the dates in the syllabus, right? And one class, one of the syllabuses didn't have dates, but it listed like each quit, how much each thing was as a percentage of the final grade. And so on that one, I was just highlighting them as we did them. Test one was was 12%. Quiz three was 4%. You know what I'm saying? Like, And so this teacher was literally just giving you, so, okay, we're going to finish with 100 points at the end of the semester. This quiz is 4% of the final grade. So whatever you got on the quiz would average into whatever of four. It's like 2.10 of four or something. Mm-hmm. So you would know how many points you were building up as a semester went, basically. Right. So I'm keeping track of my points, and on the front of the syllabus, I'm just constantly writing whatever my new point total is. So I don't remember if it was spring or fall, but for the sake of the story, we'll say it was the spring semester. And so it's like middle April, and I look, and I've got like 34 points. No, no, not even that much. Probably like 26 or 27 points. And I'm like, man, am I about to take an F on this, like, did I should I have dropped this last month, or like, what is going on here, then I go and look, and there's still a solid, like, 70% of the, or like, 65% of the grades unassigned, and we have, like, nine classes left, six, eight awesome. classes left.
1: Awesome, cool.
0: Now, one of it was, like, there's a huge paper that she talks about at the very beginning, and then she kind of just, the details are in the syllabus that are on the school page, but that's it, kind of a deal. Uh, and that was like 20 points so okay fine there's 20 of them but then a bunch of it was like basically it worked out we were going to be taking quizzes or tests and then sometimes quizzes and tests for the rest of the semester
1: awful who would do that (laughs)
0: she like she just kind of like there like during the semester there would be stuff and she was like Like she just would go off on. It was basically probably if I taught a class, like she would go off on tangents or whatever, or we'd get into discussions and she would just let it lie, and then she'd be like, "Oh, we were gonna do a quiz day. We'll just do it next week, whatever," or "Oh, we're supposed to do this. We'll just push it back." (laughs) All of a sudden, like (laughs)
1: slowly approaching. You're like, "All right, well, uh, next class period, we're taking three quizzes and a (laughs) test." So
0: it started. So it got to the point where she offered. She is in her syllabus in the beginning, there were five bonus essays. And so, basically, with, like, three weeks left, she goes, hey, uh, I'll give you guys, I'll make you all a deal. She's like, I'm looking at the rest of the calendar and we can either do those five bonus essays and you can use them to replace um, two quizzes, two quiz grades that you don't like, and then also, we'll drop three of the quizzes from the syllabus and I'll grade those essays. Uh... Or we could keep them as bonus and we'll just have to do stuff the rest of the semester. Like, she laid out the calendar both ways. You know what I'm saying? hmm And the class was like, yeah, let's not take quizzes every class. Because literally there was like two different classes where it would be a quiz and a test the same hour and a half period.
1: Awful. Terrible.
0: Yeah, I was like, you get an F for class management.
1: I, I think my absolute favorite thing that professors ever done is where they just take the lowest of, like, a category and just drop it. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, I hate knowing about it, though, because it ruins my planning. Because, like, I use it as, like, a get out of jail free card because I don't have to do anything. (laughs) Oh. Because I was like, it's okay, I'll just take the L and then it'll just get dropped. (laughs) <laughs> but because because I'm lazy, I do it really early, and then have to work hard at the end. <laughs> Versus using it as a fail slave, then I'll get like a sixty on a quiz and be like, "Oh, <laughs> you'll just use it as a I don't
0: have to go to class today."
1: Exactly. <laughs> Point being, uh, don't give don't give people tools. Just tell them they have to do everything, and then reward them for doing the thing. <laughs>
0: Well, I definitely had a job one time that it was a messed up job. It wasn't, it was, it wasn't the idiot factory, but it wasn't a good job. It was, it was messed up in a lot of different ways. But one of the things they did was they used a point system that combined attendance and being on time. It's like, if you relate to work, it was a point. If you call, if you called in sick, it was three points. Your total had to stay under 15 or you would get written up and then get terminated. Um, and then, like, stuff would roll off after, I think it was, like, uh, six months. Um, so, like, if you... So, you could call out four times. I literally would keep... I was. I kept better track of my points than my manager so that I could know if I could sleep in on a day or if I could call out on a day. Like, when a month would roll off, I, that meant that coming into the new month, I could get back one absence and two tardies that meant I was going to call in probably like the first and the second and then be late like the third and the fourth. (laughs) Yeah. Not a fail safe at all. No. And like they, they would know, like my old manager knew it. Like he would just, he would, he would text me. He would be like, he would be like, I know I don't have to tell you, but you're getting four points back. And I was like, yeah, I know starting to feel a little bit of a sniffle and he's like i swear to god you need to be in blah 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 and i was like
1: sure you're yeah, like dang that's crazy anyways go ahead and pencil me in for not showing up
0: tomorrow <laughs> yeah uh and then we changed he left the company or got a promotion so i don't remember now and so someone else came in and the new guy went over all of our points and he like he he cleared one off of me he was like oh no you were in that day i see it here blah blah blah. because you did this and you did that in the system he goes, I'll just take care of it for you, and so he like, so he gave me three points back. So then the next day I took off.
1: <laughs> Still give people tools.
0: <laughs> and when I came back, he was mad at me about it. He was He's like, like, "I
1: can't believe you do this," and you're like, "I can't believe you didn't expect me to
0: do this." <laughs> he was like, "I feel like you took advantage of like I gave you a gift, you took advantage of it." I was like, "I think you did the right thing," and I think I didn't feel good yesterday.
1: like i don't know like should we expect
0: people to do the right thing
1: yes do we honestly expect people to do the right thing no
0: well and it was so out of the blue that because like he was new and he was just going over stuff randomly like i didn't i didn't even know he was reviewing points and he was like going out of his way like looking in the system to see if we had activity that day type stuff and he was like yeah see right here you were active so you weren't you clearly didn't actually miss the day blah 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 and I was like, oh, I appreciate that. He's like, yeah. and I didn't come in the next day. <laughs> Again,
1: should we expect the right thing?
0: Sure. Do you honestly expect it? No. <laughs> this is probably, <prom-ing>. listen, some... <sighs>
1: Look, it's the same. It's the same. Some people, you give people tools and they will use them however they want them to.
0: Well, yeah, listen, if you're going to give... I. Everything I did was within the rules. You said I have 15 points. I used 15 points. Why wouldn't
1: I? You're going to spend... Yeah, if they're like... Yeah, here's you have 15 points. You're like, okay, so I'm spending 15 of them every time. Or else I'm wasting time.
0: Why wouldn't I get my maximum value out of my points?
1: Correct. (laughs) This is why points are dumb. Don't use points.
0: And there was one time I was like real sick, so like I missed three days, and so man, I had my eye on that calendar for when that month rolled off, like for a long time. I was like, <laughs> I was like, when is that? When? When oh, are we done with March yet? Like, can we get rid of that? Like, <laughs> that was so many points. It really was. Like, it was. And when I got about, I spread it out over two months. I like paced myself. You're like, no, like, I actually have to be here. Yeah, five here, four there, like. <laughs> Uh, I felt points rich. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> but yeah, I mean listen, if I'm getting my like, if you say 15's the number, that look, whatever you say the numbers, I'll work like okay, the number's 14 now. All right, well, there it is.
1: Cool, I'll be late one less time.
0: <laughs> right. But don't don't get mad at me when you give me a number and then you're like, hey, are you were you using your points? Mm,
1: yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's I am. Just using a system that was literally. Because de- that's the worst part. Unless it what? was like a company policy, which would be weird.
0: Like what, what? Like company policy not to use the points? No, like company policy, like the point system was company policy. Yeah, it was. That was their whole policy. That's yeah, weird.
1: I that's weird.
0: It was like I said, it wasn't. It was actually, you know what? It has directly to do with the start of North radio because it was the debt collecting job. Uh. But yeah, like you weren't supposed to call in because obviously they hire you to get X amount of phone calls out of you. And so they were trying to use the point system as like a punishment. But the reality was it's not. <laughs> like,
1: it's not a punishment. It's a system.
0: Yeah. I'll work around it.
1: Anyone would work around it.
0: Also, like, my old manager didn't care about hours. Like, you know, it was about results. So, like, if you, you – not necessarily, like, to overtime. I mean, he didn't let us get overtime. Uh, but, you know, we were allowed, like, 42 hours a week or whatever. So, if I missed a day, I would just stay later the next three. Like, it was, like, it was no loss to it. You know what I mean? Like, right. it was what it was.
1: Having a system like that? Just feels so strange because it's rife with it, 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 like I don't know people like you would ex- instantly abuse it.
0: <laughs> well, it, it, everyone knew their points. Like everyone was playing the game. Like I wasn't. the Like everyone knew how many points they had. You could ask any. Hey, how many points you got? Why? Well, I'm just curious. I got 12. Like they know. <laughs> they know how
1: many points they have. Um. Yeah, you're going to know at all times because you want to be able to know.
0: Well, you never want to, like, you're not going to get surprised by it. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Dude, <laughs> it's just a dumb policy.
1: Hey, I'm just going to take every third Friday off.
0: Um. Okay, so then they give you two weeks paid vacation after you've been there a year. Nice. Uh, but then they don't want you to take it. And yeah, it I don't know. I worked there during the flood, though. Nice. So, I took it during the flood.
1: You're like, uh, actually, I'm being paid to be there right now.
0: Well, like, so the first day of the flood was like a... It was like a Monday or whatever. It was like a Monday morning where, like, it rained so hard that, like... Where I was, we couldn't even get to a freeway or whatever. Yeah. But so I call him and I'm telling him what's going on. And my boss is like, yeah, like, it's going to be like this for like three or four days. I said, can you just put in my PTO then for this? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's do that. And he's like, all right. And I had literally just gotten like three weeks before. But so then I had two weeks paid vacation. And so he was like, how much do you want to use? And I was like, oh, let's just take the whole week then. And he was like, really? And I was like, I mean, do you care? And he goes, no, I mean, not really. No. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, let's just take the whole week then. And he's like, okay. So then I just didn't come in the whole week. Awesome. Then when I came back, they're trying to discuss what they want to do about. Because, like, where they were located is at, like, a corner where part of the flooding was, like, bad for almost the whole time. So no one could... If for some reason you had came to work, it was likely you were stuck there. So like, there were people who were trapped at the office for like two days. That's terrible. Yeah. Now they were like higher up, so like, who came in that first day thinking that they were going to get their team to rally and show up in the middle of a storm, and no one did. But, no <laughs> but, one could. <laughs> right. But so, uh, you know, you couldn't. You literally couldn't get to the to the office for for three days. Like realistically it wasn't safe to do it. You're not going to lose your car to go to, to go be a debt collector. Yeah. So sitting there like that was crazy. Well, then um, they turn around and they just tell everybody, Hey, we're going to go ahead and just anybody who has PTO, we're going to apply some of it to that. And in my head, I was like, yeah, I've already did that. That's fine. And a bunch of people were mad. They're like, uh, I use that for vacations. That was not a vacation. I couldn't go anywhere. Like I was trapped in my house, blah, blah. They're like, yeah, but it's better than not being paid. Like, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> and I was like I don't. that's fine it doesn't bother me like <laughs> like sure it works out for you but yeah that definitely sucks
1: like it's gonna deduct from your PTO it's like what if you played a two week vacation because you were gonna be gone for two weeks
0: well anybody who does any sort of vacation planning like when they have a job they're holding their breath the whole time until they actually leave for the vacation because like your worst fears after you've paid for hotels and flights or whatever, whatever the boss walks in and is like hey uh tina caught covid and todd called out or todd got fired so i need you to step on the stanley project uh i'm gonna need you here for the next two weeks
1: and you're like dang that's crazy too bad i'm not gonna be here
0: well and a lot of like it's a big divide right because like a lot of people there's a whole segment of the population who obviously would be like Oh, i'm sorry i already have approved time off i've already got my stuff paid for and spent i'm going then there are other people who feel like, you know, their job is a job and it's a responsibility and they're not going to – they're going to let their family down instead of let their job down, which is weird to me, too. Like, I don't think that – Yeah, so it's a, it's,
1: a, it's a hard sell the other direction because it's like – it's like this is a corporation. You could probably replace me in a week.
0: Yeah, absolutely, because when you – by the time you're done with that vacation, they would have replaced Todd and they're working on getting Tina back. Like,
1: yeah, they don't care was, about like, your vacation. Yeah, I don't – Like, unless you have a direct stake in the business, I don't ever think it's worth it to be, like, I sacrificed everything. Like, like, if you're not an owner of the business, like, who cares? Right, I'll put
0: it this way. I've never heard of it being truly to the benefit of somebody to, like, go above and beyond, like, for their company like that. The only time that's ever worked out for me or anyone I know this last, so I worked for Splashdown for seven seasons. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I ran cash control for maybe I worked for six seasons and uh, five or six seasons, somewhere in that range. I'm getting old now. I'm forgetting how long I worked there. Uh, but I ran cash control for for all of that, um, and for the most part, I had staff. Well, the last like like people, a team. The last season, the staff left early. So, the entire month of August and September, um, the lady running it didn't have anybody. And I had come back for this last season and I was only doing it part time. I wasn't running it, I was just helping out. And the, the woman, it was my intention, like, prob- I had just moved into my apartment. I was already doing, like, I was working other jobs. This was just so I could build up savings, honestly. And, and she goes, listen, will you quit your other job and do this for me full time? And I was like, you're crazy. It's a summer job. It's temporary. She's like, I'll give you a job into this, into the off season. And I will pay you a bonus for every weekend that you work all of the shifts. And I was like, all right, I'm going to hold you to that promise. And she actually did deliver and do all that for me. Um. But at that time, I was like – and I was like, can I hire some people? She goes, you can hire as many people as you can find. And so I actually, I actually called one of my best buddies, Austin, and he came and worked for me for like two weeks just helping me out. It was just me and him by ourselves uh, doing, doing a pretty good job for a job that usually takes four people. Um, and then what sucked is my family went on a trip, and I couldn't go because I had promised her I would stay and, like, make sure this stuff got done right. And, um, my family is so close to all my friends and all that. that they invited Austin when they found out I couldn't go, he put in PTO and I had to approve it for him to go on my family vacation. Terrible. No, I, he gave me so much mess for that. And I was so annoyed by it, but it was like, you know what? Like I can't go like already committed to here. Um, oh no, you sacrificed yourself to the greater good, but she, but she did take care of me for it. Uh, At least in the short term. I want him getting fired from that job because the lady, she hired someone else also to be like, they were creating positions and they brought in this woman to be my boss. And like, it was the worst fit ever between her and I. Wouldn't be a first time. I feel like, uh, I'm, I'm probably not the easiest person to work with, but it doesn't help when the other, she got fired about a month after she fired me. So hilarious. She didn't know what she was doing. And originally she was able to kind of – I didn't know this was happening because I had never done, like, the office politics thing before. I was, like, 23, 24 at this point. I'd never done the office politics thing. Had never been the, like, take notes, watch my back kind of person. Like, it never even dawned on me to do stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. To keep copies of emails and things. Like, it, it was never even in my, like – I was never worried about any of that stuff. And so like I got called at this HR meeting where they start saying all these things. And I was like, that doesn't sound like it's true. Like, I don't think that's what happened. And they're like, well, what, can you back any of it up? And like I had some of the emails just in the sent folder and stuff like that. But, you know, like I couldn't verify all of it. So they were kind of like, yeah, this is kind of muddy now. They're like, okay, well, we've already kind of initiated paperwork with you. So we're going to go ahead and let you go. We'll just see how it lands out, blah, 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 kind of a thing. And I was like, all right. <laughs> good luck with that uh, and then like terrible a bunch, see Corey the answer
1: like the it. answer to that is just have everyone like you five head
0: yeah it is a weird thing like if it it is a really when people like you the way that they're willing to sort of tolerate things are way different and I've never had I don't know what I, mean, I don't know I don't care so that doesn't help Um, but I've never had the fortune of being like the liked person person in a company to where i'm liked so much that i can just do and say these things and people are just like yeah it's fine it's Corey. it's just Corey." so like even when i'm fixing things and helping people are like i can't stand this guy and i'm always like i don't know what like i don't know another way to do this like aren't y'all concerned that it's not right and they're just like i hate you <laughs> oh okay i can't
1: believe you do this to me
0: it really it really be like that it's weird when I got a – when I worked at the Idiot Farm, every argument I got in was about me fixing something or helping somebody, every argument. And they would be like, that's not your place. And I was like, I don't understand why you wouldn't – okay, like, all right. But it wouldn't be like – it wouldn't be me like me trying to tell someone how to sell. Like one time we changed we, – we discontinued a product line. We stopped working with a particular vendor, okay? The salespeople kept coming in so much asking about that product. So in the system, we froze it. So you couldn't buy it. And then we put in the notes the replacement parts from a different vendor. A different vendor came in and gave us similar parts to use. Okay, So in the system, it would say can't sell. And then it would tell you who what to look up to sell instead. So we did all that for the salesperson. The salesperson would still call or come in to the purchasing side and be like, Hey, how come we we don't have these anymore? And I'd be like, "Did you see the notes on the front page of it that we labeled for you?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, it says to order with a different company now." Blah blah blah. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> like, we don't use them anymore. Oh, well. Then one day they came in and um, the higher ups they wanted to. Del- they're like, "You know, you know that we have four hundred thousand items listed in our system. Let's delete ones we don't use." Blah blah blah. And I said, I don't think that's a good idea because the salespeople can create items. And so if we clear out these frozen items that we have, the salespeople will just create it and then expect us to order it. And we're not doing business with those vendors. That's why they're dead in the system. I was like, so if we clear them, the salesman will, instead of seeing the notes and say, order the order this counterpart, they'll just re-enter the old and think, oh, it's weird. Someone must have deleted this sprocket that we sell from Todd's. Instead of the fact that we just don't do business with Todd anymore. Right.
1: I said, so "So then. So they're like, Todd sprocket,
0: bye. (laughs) Right. And, And then that customer's order will never get fulfilled because we don't order from Todd anymore. So that sprocket will sit unordered forever. And the guy, the operations manager was like, huh. And then he goes, okay, that's something to think about. So then he leaves. My boss is sitting there. My boss and I shared an office. My boss looks at me and goes, he came in to speak to me. He didn't come in here to talk to us. And I was like, okay, but I mean, you, you're you here when all the salespeople come in and, and act surprised about the Todd Sprocket situation. And she goes, yeah, but that's not our problem, Corey. And I was like...
1: Some people just want to watch the world burn, I guess. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Like, I was like, I literally was just kind of looking at her and I went, oh... I guess I don't s I Okay.
1: <laughs> and she was that's like, like really witnessing it's, a crime and being like, well, that's not my job.
0: Right. Cause she was like, You really think it's your you really think that's our issue? I said, Well, we're purchasing. It's gonna sit unpurchased. It's gonna sit as an open order in the system and we're never gonna fill it because we don't order from Todd's. Eventually someone's gonna ask purchasing why we're not ordering from Todd's, and then we'll have to explain to him how we don't have a contract with him anymore. Blah blah blah. And she was like that's not our problem. <laughs> I feel like that's directly involving you. I was like, I guess. So did the operations manager call me in and goes, hey, your boss was really upset that you eavesdropped into our conversation. When people come into the office and are talking to her, maybe you should pretend like you're not there. At the first, he goes, why don't you just get up and leave when people come in and talk to her? I said, well, people come in and out all, all the time. Like I'm, I'm frequently in the middle of stuff. And he's like, okay, good point why don't you just pretend like you're not there? And I was like, I mean, are you guys really that upset that I, that I said not to delete the parts? I guess I said, I guess I don't understand what the issue is. And he was like, he goes, well, I mean, I mean, if they do, if they do place an order for Todd's brackets and we don't fulfill it, like we'll just write up that salesperson. I said, okay, but it's every salesperson has asked about it, even though it's literally in their face to order the counterpart. And he goes, every one of them? I said, every single salesman in your company. There's like six branches. They can call. They can email us. I was like, I have spoken to every salesman in this company. I'm fairly certain. About 40 different people. Because you can't order the tot sprocket. And he's like, I was, I've been there a month at this point. And he goes, I said, so unless you're going to write up your entire sales force, I think it's probably just smart parts in the system. And he goes, Yeah, I don't think it's... I mean, we'll just deal with it when it comes up. You're "You're going to be making a lot of
1: phone calls.
0: (laughs) I I said, okay. And I went back to my desk. And then they never deleted the parts out of the system.
1: Yeah, because they'd
0: have to write up every single one of their (laughs) salesmen. That was the thing that made me most mad about working there was that I was 100% right. They knew I was 100% right, and they just didn't want to say it.
1: People don't like be proven wrong, Corey.
0: And I, like, those dudes were wrong all the time, all the time. But it was no different when my cousin started there, you know, Captain Joy Savage was beloved by the time I got there. But when he started, he used a cart to pick up boxes from FedEx because we were getting, like, 70 of different size things. And someone said, just put a pallet out and someone will forklift it in. You don't have to use that cart. And Joey said, I'll just use the cart. It's no big deal. That guy went to management about Joey using the cart. (laughs) Like, complain about what? By the time I went to receiving three years later, that cart was officially the FedEx cart because Joey won that battle. But, like, it was a battle to use a cart to pick up the FedEx parts. This was stuff I didn't know at the time, culture-wise. But, like, yeah
1: terrible just terrible
0: it was so bizarre and we're gonna take a break here but when we come back we're gonna keep talking about terrible job interviews and terrible jobs because this week was the nfl draft
1: oh man i can't wait to talk about this
0: we will be back in just a moment What's up, Night Owls? Corey DLG here. Wanted to make sure you guys know about the weekly schedule of The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more right up there at 525 Woodland Square, Suite 130 in Conroe. Every Monday, they're painting miniatures, and on Tuesday, they're rotating between Digimon or Dragon Ball. On Wednesday, they have Yu-Gi-Oh! On Friday, they do casual Star Wars play of almost every type of game, including Legion, the X wing fighter, and of course, Magic the Gathering and Warhammer on Saturdays. Make sure to go to The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more, where all the nerds hang out. Alright nerds, let me tell you guys about a good friend of the show, an 11 year veteran who served in Iraq as a sniper and then became one of the coolest jobs in the world. In 2008 he got licensed to be a private investigator, a bounty hunter. I'm talking about scorpioninvestigations.com. Everything from proof of infidelity to sweeping a home or business for bugs, microphones, cameras, bounty hunting and even doing some bail bonds work. ScorpionInvestigations.com is who you need to contact for your security needs and background checks ScorpionInvestigations.com Hey guys, Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio Just letting you know that your party is not complete unless you're using the Sincere Smiles Photo booth Go to SincereSmilesPhoto.com And go ahead and re- make a reservation there for a photo booth to have at your party It comes with all kinds of props and fun things It can print or even make digital photos for you And most importantly, if you mention the Nerd Thug Radio ad, you get an additional hour for free when making your reservation. Sinceresmilesphoto.com, the photo booth for your part. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, making sure you guys know about TastyCajunButter.com. All the way from Hebert's Meat Market in the Woodlands all the way down to the Galleria and even Linda's Seafood in Baytown or Rosa's Seafood in Seabrook. You can get yourself Tasty Cajun Butter almost anywhere. TastyCajunButter.com want you to order some right there from the website It's Tasty Cajun Butter It's a creamy, delicious delight for seafood, chicken, or steak It pairs well with pasta, potatoes, and vegetables It's great for dipping, injecting, sauteing, or marinating Make sure to check out com. Welcome back to Up Late with Nerd Thug Radio Just hanging out, doing our Nerd Thug Radio thing Wherever we please, however we please it You know what I'm saying? Okay Yeah, you (laughs) can say that (laughs) Uh, I'm Corey DLG, with me as usual, reluctantly it sounds like, Nico DLG, my That's brother. Um, okay, so we were talking about this, We uh, I, I scheduled our recording a little bit later in the week because I wanted to talk, um, I'm obsessed with it, I love sports, the NBA playoffs are going on right now, it's great, um, there's a lot of cool stuff going on, but the draft is one of those things where it's like the world's worst job interview for what you don't realize, is a terrible, terrible job. Um, Just awful, by the way. <laughs> so, for example, this year there weren't there weren't a lot of quarterbacks coming into this draft that people were excited about. Um, and part of that is the reason you, if you follow sports, you've noticed a lot of quarterback trades this offseason. And because basically everyone knew there's probably not any quarterbacks coming out of this draft. that are going to change a team's fortunes this year. So if you're trying to make a big move at quarterback, you need to do it now. And so that's kind of what happened. It's why the Texans were able to get so much draft capital for Deshaun Watson, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So one of the quarterbacks that got taken is the guy. Um, he got drafted. The latest the quarterback has been drafted in the NFL draft in like 30 years. The Pittsburgh Steelers took him. Uh, his last name is Pickett. But the great thing is, he has the smallest hands of every quarterback in the NFL right now. They have become so obsessed with like what measures and what doesn't, what's like the relevant statistics. That everyone was concerned because his hands are small.
1: Yeah, don't you know that there's a direct correlation between hand size and how good you are at quarterback?
0: And there, listen, there might be. I don't know.
1: I guarantee you there's not, but it's fine.
0: (laughs) There is something they talk about, like, height-wise. So Drew Brees and Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray now, too are the shorter end of the spectrum. Like, most quarterbacks need to be over six foot so they can see over the offensive line. Right, but, like, that makes sense. That's Okay, that's fair. You you don't think the hand size does.
1: Right, and, like, generally taller people have bigger hands. So, like, like, okay, (laughs) all
0: right, I can see that. So, literally when this kid gets drafted, all they talk about on ESPN for the next ten minutes is the size of his hands.
1: Now I know this is a bit of a touchy subject for you. (laughs) Uh,
0: I do have hands on the smaller side. So as they're talking about it, like I'm getting kind of offended because like one of the guys in the ESPN's name is Lewis Riddick. He starts talking about how the quarterback specifically sent a video to him about how, when he grips a football, his thumb joint is special. It's double jointed. So it opens up more. So he can more tightly grip the football. So he's like
1: making excuses.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's like helping him out. He's like, listen, tiny hands, it's not so bad. Like he's got a special thumb, okay? (laughs) He may have little hands, but he has special thumbs.
1: Yeah, but he's like got like an extended grip ratio or whatever (laughs) he wants. (laughs) Fake numbers he wants to use to make himself feel better.
0: It was it was it was upsetting though, like because it's like man, they're killing this guy for like in the group chat. I was text, I was like, I'm getting PTSD from them talking about the hands. And one of my buddies was like, Don't worry, you'll never be an NFL quarterback. Yeah, I was like, Not anymore.
1: Yeah, because that's the qualifying factor, is hand size.
0: <laughs> I mean, that probably I haven't thrown an actual football in probably ten years. So, but. Listen, at 38, I got a chance.
1: You know, they keep getting older, as they say.
0: I can't run. I, uh, I don't throw. I have You're not particularly hands. tall. Don't have very good vision. I'm certainly not over six foot. You're half deaf. I am half deaf. Uh, and I'm not so sure I really want to get hit by anybody. Yeah, that's fair. One more blow to the knees would probably cripple me for life.
1: Yep. yeah you're on like your third set
0: let's do it let's be an nfl player <laughs> like at least a manager <laughs> no i uh i did get roped into when i was in sixth grade one of the coaches was like i was hanging out after school waiting on a ride he's like you kind of hang around a lot like you should be one of the managers for the track team And I was like, what do they do? And he's like, they just help out. And I was like, okay, well, I can help out. So then the next day, he's got me, like, setting up hurdles. And I'm supposed to, like, put them on markers. And the markers are supposed to be X amount apart. But, like, I'm putting them on the wrong ones so none of them line up right. Then he's like, no, 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 no. This is all wrong. And he was like, how about you just do laundry? So then I'm, like, washing towels. And I didn't do it correctly either, apparently. And he was like, maybe you could have. I was like, you know what, dude? Maybe I'm not a manager. <laughs> maybe I'm not good at managing this. Yeah. I was like, maybe you should look for someone else with different skills. And he's like, I'm gonna say maybe I should.
1: <laughs> and then and then he's gonna hit you with, you know, your hands were pretty small. I don't think that I don't I don't think this was the right fit for you.
0: <laughs> you know what looking at you now, you don't have the right hand size for this. <laughs> it's just the worst metrics possible. <laughs> it was obscene. Then they were talking about a center. The Baltimore Ravens took a center, uh, and he's from Iowa, where all they do is run, and they run a ton of like power runs to the outside. So the center is a pretty important position in their, in their offense. And this guy's been awesome for three or four years. And then on top of that, he's like a great human being. He got a, he got a name and likeness deal last year for $30,000, donated all of it to the Children's Hospital. So, like, a real asset to a team. Like, some, somebody a team should love to get.
1: Right. Great well, player, him... great person.
0: Right. They took him somewhere, somewhere between 18 and 22. I don't remember where. And the reason they took him so late in the draft is because when he got to the combine and they measured him, he was an inch or two shorter than Iowa had listed him. And when they measured his arms, they were a little bit shorter than they thought they should be. So this is why he was drafted where he was drafted. Well, they're talking about it, the the ASP and Analyst, and the guy who's kind of anti, like, none of this stuff matters. The measurable stuff doesn't matter. He's the anti-numbers kind of guy. He's just like, they're football players. They play. So he was like, you mean to tell me it matters that much? He goes, if this guy had been two inches taller and his arm's one inch longer, he'd be a top five pick, but he's falling into the 20s because of, one inch shorter arms. That's pretty every, embarrassing. And then
1: everyone resounded, yes.
0: Yeah, yes. The other people on the like the other people on the panel were like, Yeah, I mean, you know, he just doesn't measure out.
1: <laughs> you know, Corey, if I was two inches taller, I'd be six foot.
0: <laughs> and listen, like, I get that there's certain metrics to get to that would matter, you know, like if you're over six feet, you could probably see over the line. Okay, I get that part. But Considering he's already been the center for Iowa for three years, and when they were showing the tape, he looks like the best guy on the field, like that's what you want.
1: Yeah, what especially if it's a about? center doing that. Yeah. And like when you're when you're measuring that like that close, a person who's six foot and a person who's five ten aren't gonna have like there's not a notable significant advantage to that height difference.
0: Well, imagine that your arms are one inch shorter than they thought they were supposed to be. What does that mean? Yeah. It's all
1: subjective now. And if you don't fit in that criteria, because apparently he didn't and he fell behind 15 places. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's the difference between, like, top top 20 and top five is an enormous difference. Yeah, it is it is
0: and the money's different like all of it it's different
1: but no it's cuz he's too short he was <laughs> he was 6-1 not
0: 6-3 i don't even know what
1: that's supposed to mean it, does, it literally doesn't matter it doesn't matter it when you're talking about differences that small like it'd be different to be like oh he's really like he puts in a lot of effort he's really great but he's like a solid six
0: inches shorter. It's like that's a big difference. <laughs> well it is, but even those guys sometimes pan out. Like the Rockets had forever, and I hated him. I hated him because of this. His name was Chuck Hayes. He was Yao Ming's backup center. Yao Ming was seven foot two. Okay? Chuck Hayes was six foot eight. Yeah. The size difference when the two of them were standing next to each other was obscene. And because it's the NBA. No, Chuck Hayes, I think, was 6'6", because he was even shorter than, like, other people on the court. A lot of times he would be the shortest guy on the court, and he's playing center, the biggest position in the NBA. But he was this big, stocky guy. People couldn't move him. People couldn't dribble past him. Like, he was just, just this pile of bricks in the middle of the court. Like, <laughs> a
1: walking stack of bricks.
0: <laughs> like, if you ever watch a play, like, it's pretty obvious that the other centers are like, I'm elbowing you out of the way. And then, like, Chuck Hayes doesn't move. Get out of here, Chuck Hayes. Oh. Oh, oh, no, no. No. Okay, we'll just try something. And then it was just shoot from further away. So it was effective because they couldn't get to like their spots. But it was so obnoxious because every time we would send like, y'all yeah, I mean we get hurt a lot. So a lot of times we start the game and Chuck Hayes is standing opposite a real center who's 6'11. With seven foot wingspan, and Chuck Hayes is six six with his five foot eleven arms. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but they he just couldn't like a... get out. They couldn't get out of the way. He looked like a child with a make a wish like victory. Like he like it looked stupid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's just a personal thing. Cause it's not like he was bad.
0: <laughs> no, I mean he was he was he was good enough. Like. He wasn't the reason if they lost that they lost. Like, it was like, Chuck Hayes let the other guy score 40. Like, no, he was okay. He was good enough. But it was just obscene because of how, like, the size difference. So even the little guy works out. It's just, you know, annoying, I guess. I guess I get it, maybe. I don't know. But if I had inch, if my arms were one inch too short, I would be really upset about that.
1: Yeah, because at that point, you're talking about a difference of, like, it's like, yeah, that difference is significant. Six six and seven foot are huge differences apart, Again, right?
0: Like it's it's a visual story, right? But but not six, when you are six three and six
1: one are not,
0: right? Especially when you've already competed and competed very well,
1: right? Especially with a track record that's awesome.
0: Oh my lord, it was crazy. All right, we're gonna jump out to a break. When we come back. We got two short segments left of uh, up late with Nerd Thug Radio. Attention, real estate investors. Have you sold properties using seller financing? Call Sal. Do you collect monthly payments from a mortgage note but want a lump sum cash offer? Call Sal. Do you have a rent-to-own property but want to cash out? Call Sal. We pay cash today for your cash flow assets. If you would like a lump sum offer on your asset, please call Sal. We can present a same-day offer so you can get cash in your hands as quickly as possible. Call Salif M5X Mortgage Note Solutions now. 619-922-0176. 619-922-0176. Corey DLG here of Nerd Thug Radio. Wanted to let you guys know about Dragon's Lair Houston North. Right there at 21151 State Highway 249. Houston, Texas 77070. The Dragon's Lair has got a full range of comics and games as well as comics, graphic novels, manga, and one of Houston's largest selections of board, card, and miniature gaming. That's Dragon's Lair right there at 249 in Luetta Road. Come hang out. Let them know Nerd like Radio sent you.
1: Owing money to the IRS is not the end of the world. All is not lost. But it won't go away on its own. Hi, I'm Thelma, a certified tax strategist and the owner of Success Tax Help. The IRS is a special type of creditor who can garnish your paycheck, levy your bank account, and seize all of your assets. The good news is, Success Tax Help can help you. Give us a call today. Our number is 832-856-2974. We're a full-service tax defense firm with over 60 years of combined IRS experience.
0: Welcome back to Up Late with Nerd Thug Radio. Taking over the weekends everywhere you hear this. How about that? Was that better? Yeah, I think so. All right, just want to make you happy, buddy. <laughs> um we're hanging out here doing our nerd thug thing i'm Corey dlg that's little brother nico mm-hmm. and um yeah uh before we get into anything else i want to remind everybody to check out the adventure begins comics games and mores roku page uh, i just saw a clip they're doing a bunch of new content they're adding stuff every day it's totally worth checking out um if you haven't i don't know why because it's awesome
1: yeah it's pretty cool i was uh i was up there the other uh Couple weeks ago, and uh, Chaz was filming, and I was like, "Ooh,
0: ooh,
1: did you did you cameo in?" No, because they were playing uh the like the what's the Marvel game? It's not hero clicks It's like Crisis miniature... Protocol. Yeah, they were playing that.
0: Man, there's a lot of cool looking painted figures. I wish I could play more games because I would, but I
1: can't. Mm-hmm. T you say that? That is not <laughs> what I say. I play more games. You just keep taking them on. Uh the grand total is now if you include just just card
0: games, seven. You're savage. Uh, I try to be. You disgust me. Yep. Um <laughs> I don't know why you're so comfortable with that. Yep. Yep. Um <laughs> Also speaking of things that are awesome and savage, free comic book day at Dragon's Lair. You've oh, got yeah. the opportunity to learn how to lightsaber duel. True. The Jedi Academy will be out there teaching people lightsaber dueling. There's going to be all kinds of great fun games and activities. Uh, I've got that as May 7th. Free May the
1: 7th book. be with you. My a little late on that one.
0: Oh, yeah. That's, mm. That is a good weekend, though, because Doctor Strange comes out that Friday. Oh, that's true. So what you should do is you should go see Doctor Strange Friday night, then go to Dragon's Lair Saturday morning, learn some lightsaber moves, get some and then books, go watch Doctor Strange again and jump into the multiverse with your lightsaber.
1: True. Man, now you like a whole guy. event.
0: Yeah. Now you're big time in it.
1: Now you're now you're
0: getting it. Now you're clicking with gas. So uh I had, a, I had a cool moment in my head where I played the lottery last week. It was huge. Nice. Okay. It was uh, cash after taxes was $175 million. Perfect. By the way, only one person won it. So when they figure out who it is, that guy's going to have a nice life or lady, whoever it is. But in my head, I had the fantasy that I bought WizKids Hero Clicks, the company company yeah i mean i can i can afford the hero clicks now like (laughs) this is this is the company you're right good point Um, i bought
1: i bought hero clicks that's it i bought that's that's it it. that's all i bought
0: i had 175 million dollars and i finally got to buy a box of hero clicks Um, (laughs) one thing i did come up with it would be cool to do crossovers with like star wars and stuff
1: but like they're already doing like crossovers with like the Disney stuff, so like,
0: well, well, it's not Disney. It's just the stuff from Disney Plus. It's not Disney like characters. Like, those are Disney characters, but it's not like Kingdom Heart or like. Yeah, I guess not. So, we, like,
1: we're not that far
0: off. <laughs> no, it's true. we're getting closer. But like, I would really love to like run in a Darth Maul, Ahsoka, X twenty three, Wolverine team. Yeah. They
1: all use blades to some extent.
0: With, with the NWO.
1: Yeah. I think this the the, is like place. really, the, really the, like, the fun aspect that Heroclix has been missing. I'm really tired of uh, the ninth version of the Fantastic Four that we've got in the
0: past year. Yeah, I, I would like to see more different stuff, but anyway, someone else won the lottery, so it's not going to be me. Terrible. When we come back, I will, however, tell you some of the ideas I had for maybe what I would do with Euroclix if I did win the lottery and bought them. Fair enough. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, letting you know about Tanks Paintball. It's open every single weekend, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and they also have a great discounted package for a $20 paintball happy hour that lets you get standard rental gear and a hundred paintballs, all for just $20. Get on out to 22011 Southwest Freeway in Richmond, Texas, or call 281-342-5885. Make sure to go hang out at Tanks Paintball and have an awesome, awesome weekend shooting all of your friends. Hey, guys, this good- Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, letting you guys know about Dragon's Lair's gaming schedule. Every Monday, they've got Magic the Gathering Commander going on, and on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, they have Dungeons and Dragons. That's what I get down on. Uh, with Warhammer on Fridays as well as Friday night magic every Friday as well as monthly tournaments. Dragons Layers where nerds go to get the game on right there. At Luetta and 249, two forty nine, two one one fifty one State Highway, two forty nine, Houston, Texas, seven seven oh seven oh. Welcome back to Uplate with NerdSug Radio. This is Corey DLG. Uh, with me is also uh, VP of Market Research, Nico. That's me. that would be your official title if of you were cloaks. Yeah. Because I wouldn't buy WizKids. I would just buy Hero Clicks.
1: I guess that's fair, but like, what else does WizKids do?
0: They play other games. I don't know. There's other games on the website, but I don't ever look because like, I don't play them. I guess that's fair. Like, what, am I a stock analyst? I don't know. I just want to own this.
1: <laughs> I just want to own the game of Hero Clicks.
0: Yeah. I would have a competitive league. That's the first thing I would start. Blows my mind that there's competitive play of Heroclix and that the people who make Hero Clicks have nothing to do with it.
1: Yeah. Didn't they buy the ROC or something like that happen? Like.
0: There was supposed to be some kind of merger or something, but that was all pre-COVID. I don't know what yeah, that's did or didn't point. happen. Either way, there was just that ROC event. And um I don't know, man. Like uh B Space Cadets said a good amount of people showed up. He said I think he said there was twenty or thirty, and there was two big events in Dallas that kept people away. So he was happy, which is good. You know, I hope that there means there's more events later. Uh, but I would, I, I would directly involve Hero Clicks into the competitive play.
1: It's something that Magic discontinued and is now biting them in the butt because now they have to restart.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, what? Of course. But I would also I would also do some things differently. I would do more individual box sets. Um, not just gravity feeds, but also like back in the day they used to do box sets. Like there was a danger room set that had six of the X-Men training in it.
1: Well they just I think they just did like one for the there's like a Fantastic Four like set
0: box where it's like a scenario pack. Well well and like but that like some, that's some kind of game that they're trying to sell. And I don't know about that. Like, I think that might be over. I mean, it might be fine for starters. Okay, great. Get into it. Buy this game. Um, really, for starters, I would just give it away. Like, I would sell at a loss some sort of starter game pack thing.
1: We'll just have, like, a two-player starter. It's got, like, four dudes and, like, a pack.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, a map, dice, tokens, the whole bit, rules, everything in it. And for, like, 15 bucks. Like the cost of a booster. But it's like, they're limited, like, these starter figures are only for this starter pack thing. But then, like, I would do these limited, like, okay, let's do a, let's do a celebration of the 90s X-Men. So then, like, five different little boxes, like an X-Force box that has a team of X-Force in it. Um... X Men Blue, X Men Gold, Excalibur. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we're kind of
1: remove the, not necessarily remove, but like more focused products.
0: Yeah, because I don't need to do a whole Wolverine set to to celebrate. You know, they did Wolverine and the X Men basically so they could do '90s X Men stuff. Yeah, just just do a run of boxes.
1: Yeah, just smaller sets. It's just these. Or even if you want to do, like, like pre, like, like the starter packs that they have already, where it's, like, eight figures or whatever, do, like, six and, like, a bonus dude. I don't know.
0: Yeah, kind of like the starter packs, but I would probably get rid of starter packs because I wouldn't do so many sets. Yeah. Like, right now, when you walk into Space Cadets, they got, like, five different starter packs still in stock. And that kind of, like, no one's playing the set. Who's going to buy the Spider-Man starter pack now?
1: Yeah, or, like... If the set's rotating out, it's like, where I have all these
0: X-Men starter sets. Right. Instead, just do commemorative boxes. The only place you're going to get those pieces is right here in this box. and Into the Spider-Verse set, where it's like six or seven unique Spider-Man figs in that box.
1: Right. And one thing that I, like, would love to see, but we haven't seen it in forever, because, like... Do you Remember when they did the DC animated set and like the figures had like a totally different aesthetic to them, yeah. They're emulating that style. Like, it would be perfect to have like six in a box, but they're all different styles because they're all from different things, well, like yeah, they did absolutely. in the movie. Like,
0: if you do a 90s style X Force box, you would make it look like Rob Liefeld drew the hero clicks, right? Even though I hate him. I no, why you don't like Rob
1: Liefeld so much.
0: Uh... We'll get into another episode, but he's a douche. Also, he did block me on Twitter. Uh,
1: the truth comes out. We got personal beef.
0: Uh, all that being said, we're up against it. But yeah, man, I just there's things I would change. I wouldn't. They feel very complacent to just we're the guys who make this game.
1: It feels very uh, strange and also like weirdly expensive now because ever since they increased the price, like I know everything's more expensive now. Right. But like but they getting the into the game before
0: this happened. So like bad timing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, guys, I know everything's more expensive, but we decided to make the game more expensive. It's like, oh, great. Thanks.
0: <laughs> yeah. You did it. <laughs> Yay. All right. We want to thank everybody for listening. Everybody have a great week. Come back and hang out with us next weekend. Also, we're proud to announce that if you listen to us on Spotify, there's now a link you can click on to become a supporter of the show. There's different price ranges: ninety-nine cents, four ninety-nine, nine ninety-nine, all kinds of other things. Um, listen, we've been doing this seven years. If you uh, appreciate that, feel free to do a little bit, even ninety-nine cents. You never know; it could help out a lot. All right, thanks for listening. Have a great day. We'll, we'll see you next week.